Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is I Speak Human. Welcome to your energy forecast. So in today's episode, we're going to be going over the overall energy for the month of March. And then at the end, I'm going to do open the Akashic Records and channel whatever messages are wanting to come through for the audience for this month. Now, I want to, you know, clarify what this forecast is. What this forecast is an overview of the energies and the planets ingressing into different signs. So what an ingress is, is when a planet moves from one sign to another. So like, for instance, the first thing we're going to talk about is Mercury's ingress into Pisces on March 2nd. And I'll talk about kind of the themes and what that means and what Mercury is and what Pisces is. And so, so you you can notice the overall theme shifting throughout the month. Now, if you want to break down day by day forecast of the energy of, okay, you know, this is the best day to promote a new service. This is the best day to go on a date. This is the best day. You know, this is a day that you really need to focus on meditating or else your mental state's going to be kind of all over the place. This is a day where there's going to be more stress. If you want that kind of forecast, which I highly, highly suggest, head over to my Patreon and become a member for just $11. And when you become a member, you're going to get an audio forecast deep dive in the month ahead. You're also going to get a PDF download so that you can keep track of that. You're also going to get full and new moon rituals for your rising sign, along with a breakdown of what these lunations mean for your rising sign. And then you're also going to get meditations and activations every month for whatever I'm channeling that month. So far, I'm going through, I'm doing a chakra series right now. So right now I have root chakra and sacral chakra healing activations, um, which those are so good for feeling gra- root chakra is all about feeling grounded in your body, getting shit done, making money, sacral is your sexuality, your creativity, your femininity. So those are two really great ones to get you if you just do those activations over and over that can really help heal your nervous system. And I'm also doing Reiki during it. Um, and then next one I'm going to do is solar plexus, which is all about shining, showing yourself, being seen, confidence, and also can heal any issues you have with anxiety um, uh, or anything like that as well. Um, so you're going to get that. And then you're also going to be able to, you'll have access to all the other meditations that are already there. So like I said, there's already two there. And then we're going to get a third one added this month, which will be the solar plexus. Um And then you also get 10% off services with me. So that's a lot of stuff for $11 a month. And if you're somebody that is wanting to use astrology to help benefit your life, your business and grow, you really want to be on my cosmic, the cosmic collective, because that's going to be more details to help you really know what's going on day to day with the energy. This is going to be a really beautiful overview. And I also suggest if you are a patron, please listen to this too. This these don't replace one another. Um, 
this is, I would say, more of like an intuitive overview of the energy and knowing kind of where it's going. But it's not I'm not going to go into, um, yeah, the day to day aspects and transits. It's more of an overall feel. And so, yep. And let's go ahead and get into this episode. So we are already starting out this month. The sun is in the sign of Pisces. And we've already had, we actually, when I'm recording this, we just had the new moon in Pisces. So there's a lot of really beautiful energy. Venus is an Aries. She is fired up and ready to go. <laughs> and she is ready to take action, get shit done, you know, take names, do whatever she's got to do. Um, and that's, a, I really like that energy with the Pisces energy because Pisces energy, we can feel really floaty, really mystical, really dreamy, lots of channeling, lots of meditation. But sometimes we forget to pay the bills and we forget to take action. So I like the combination of Aries and Pisces because Aries is like, okay, yeah, but what are we doing? We got to get something done. And then Pisces helps us, you know, recenter and focus and realize it's not always about getting things done. It is about connecting to our higher selves and consciousness. And then taking practical steps from there of, okay, what needs to get done to continue to support me on this collective level? Um, so on March 2nd, Mercury, which is our mental state, enters the sign of Pisces. So I said last month, and I think I said it here, but I definitely said it in the deep dive on Patreon. I was talking about how this, while Mercury is an Aquarius, um, I also say a lot of this in my newsletter too. So make sure you're signed up for my newsletter because I get, I send out weekly updates of what the energy is ahead. It's not as detailed as my Patreon, but it is a resource. So make sure you're signed up for that as well. And I honestly just like to get those. I even get those sent to myself and it's really nice because I'm like, oh, okay, great. This is the energy for this upcoming week and just to kind of see an overview of that. Um, so I like to do both. I like to have the whole month ahead so I can see it and plan because if you're just getting, that's the thing, if you're just getting it, the energy updates for the week of, you know, and you see like, oh, great, I'm getting, because I send them out on Sundays and then you're like, oh, great, Tuesday's a great day to announce an offer, but I actually already announced that on Friday. So shit, <laughs> or I'm not ready to announce that yet. I'll need a couple more weeks. But if you knew ahead of time, you might could have prepared for it. Um, so, but, so I kind of use the newsletter as more of like a reminder of, okay, yeah, that's the energy. I remember learning about that. So best case scenario, sign up for both, sign up for the newsletter, sign up for Patreon. You're going to get a ton of information for a very small amount of money every month. Um, but what I talked about last month is that Mercury being an Aquarius, we would be willing right now, Mercury is an Aquarius as I'm recording this, and our minds are going to be sharp. Our abilities to get things done are going to be a lot better. Um, Mercury really likes being an Aquarius. It's very technical. Um, in Aquarius, it's able to you know, maneuver through, communicate things clearly, break ideas down that are really complex and break them down into being easy to understand and digest. Um Mercury and Pisces, it's a little different. So, you know, as Mercury slips into Pisces, you're going to kind of feel like you're sliding down a water slide. <laughs> Your mental state um, has been really, like I said, with the Aquarian energy, really logical and detached. And all of a sudden, it feels kind of like we're slipping into this emotional, dreamy state of Pisces. It's time to start dreaming about what you want again. 
Um, you've been very focused on accomplishing goals and putting yourself out there, making moves, and now is the time to let everything go mentally. So I, I say that because at the beginning of the month, there's a lot of energy around making moves, making shit happen. Um, and then as Mercury slides into Pisces, there's an invitation to detach from all that and to just let ourselves go connect to our higher self. So while Mercury is in Pisces for the next three weeks, so from March 2nd for the next three weeks, meditation, channeling, connecting to your guides is key. If you don't do that, because what happens a lot of times when Mercury is in Pisces, we kind of can get just frustrated or we use escapism like TV, drugs, alcohol, um, to detach from what's going on because you just don't want to be here. Like that's the energy of Pisces is like being on planet earth feels so difficult. So we want to escape somehow being in the 3d feels so difficult. So we want to make really healthy ways for ourselves to quote unquote escape that energy um, through things like meditation, sound baths, Reiki, Akashic records, baths in general, singing, music, painting, and let yourself go to that dreamy state so that you're more willing to be here on planet Earth. And it can be that you kind of get lost up there. So it's really important that you set intentions about what, like if you're channeling or if you go into your Akashic records, like what information do I actually want to pull down from this? Um, maybe write out a list um, or else you can kind of just float into space a little bit. I am creating, it may be up already by the time this podcast, if it is, I'll put it in show notes, but I can't promise a thousand percent. I think it actually will be up by the time this podcast comes out. Um, an Akashic Records activation for free. And what this is, is it's a recording that you can, if you sign up for a newsletter, you can automatically, you'll get this activation. It's a meditation that takes you through how to access your own Akashic Records and takes you into that energy. And that can be a really beautiful thing to put into your practice. Um, and you can use the meditation as a guide until you feel comfortable going in yourself. Um, or if you already feel comfortable going to yourself, I think the meditations is it heightens and elevates your experience because that's my energy. I'm an exclamation point, <laughs> as I like to say. I emphasize the energy that's already there. So I emphasize your channeling abilities. I emphasize your giftings um, and make them more apparent and easier to access. So that is my personal gifting is I'm an exclamation point. So yeah, go ahead, check out the show notes and download that um, so that you can connect to this beautiful mercurial Piscean energy. Seventh, we have a full moon in Virgo. So the full moon in Virgo, it's always an invitation every year to ask, how can you make your dreams into reality? Because the full moon, it's the moon is always a po when we have a full moon, it's always an opposing signs from where the sun is. So the sun is our focus and our where we're putting our attention to, and our moon is our emotional or internal world. So there is a large amount of planets piling up in Pisces with this full moon, but both of the benefics, so Venus and Jupiter, are conjunct in Aries, meaning that we're needing to find some actionable steps to make our dreams into reality. What we want to release around this full moon is any action that we are taking that is not in alignment with our highest selves. Mars has been moving through Gemini for a while now, and it's squaring this full moon. So this is highlighting our ability to pivot 
and change on a dime, but it's also highlighting how pivoting and changing can be destructive and how if we're constantly changing and our attention is scattered, that that can be really destructive for our energy. Focus on connecting to your higher beliefs around this time and connecting with the action steps that are associated with your dreams. Release any resistance in these steps during this full moon. Also release any scattered or egoic action that you've been taking that isn't in alignment with your highest timeline. Because we do that, right? We just are taking action for the sake of taking action. And I just don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to do this thing over here. And that may not be the most productive use of your time. And this is a very interesting Pisces season. I talked about this in the deep dive forecast on my Patreon to how I feel like this Pisces season is very Aryan. <laughs> There's a lot of Aries influence. And that's because the ruler of Pisces, traditionally Jupiter, is in the sign of Aries right now. And then what's going to be interesting when we switch to Aries season is that the ruling sign of Aries is going to go to Cancer. So it's going to be very watery. So we have these contrasts that we're working with of, and water is it's there's three different water signs but water is our intuition it's our feelings it's our emotions it's the inner world it's what's hidden um it's nurturing it's creativity it's singing it's music it's healing um and fire is taking action and initiating and putting yourself out there and being seen and i mean you can just if you want to understand fire and water look at the sun and moon the moon it's reflective it's you know, it's ever changing, just like our emotions. Um, whereas the sun, it's constant and you feel it and it warms you up and it initiates and it takes action. And it is the thing that this moon is reflecting. So with, so I, I think with this new inner, this energy this month, we're playing in both times, in Pisces season and in Aries season, we're playing with this difference. We're playing with the idea that, you know, our emotional state, even in our emotional intuitive place in our Pisces season, we can channel and download practical action steps to take and fierce, bold action steps to take. And even in airy season where we're very action oriented, we can also tune into our emotional state and see how that's really provoking or maybe keeping us from taking action based on our emotions. On this same day on March 7th, Saturn enters Pisces. So this is huge, guys. This is marks a new three-year cycle. Saturn has been in Aquarius since 2020, March of 2020. So I like to say that March 7th is essentially April 2020. I'm just kidding. Meaning what I mean by that is it's it's finally a shift from that energy that we've kind of been a little stuck in for three years. It was almost like March of 2020 has just been one lot, like has been extended over the past three years energetically. And we're finally shifting out of that energy. Um, and I'm going to record a whole podcast episode. So next week's episode is going to be all about Saturn and Pisces. And I'm going to talk about, I don't exactly know what I'm going to talk about yet. So I don't want to make too many promises of what details I'm going to go into. Um, I'm definitely going to talk about the overall energy of what Saturn is and what it means in Pisces. I'm going to be talking a little bit about Saturn returns in Pisces and what that means. I doubt I'm going to be able to go through all the houses and what that would mean for every single house. Um, but we'll see. But I'm definitely going to do an episode where I deep dive into Saturn and Pisces. Um, 
because this is a huge transit that's going to change the way because Saturn is like what society is focused on too. So Saturn where our society is shifting from being focused on technology, internet, um, you know, societal issues. Um, and, and when I say shift, I don't necessarily mean that we're going to just ignore all those things now that, okay, all of a sudden the internet, AI, social justice, that all those issues are just going to go away and we're not going to worry about them for 30 years. It's not so much that it's just that we're not going to be feeling and seeing as much of the, like all of society being focused on that. All of society is going to be a lot more focused on healing a lot of that stuff, which I think is really great because Saturn and Aquarius has brought up a lot of issues. It's brought up a lot of places where societal structures have caused others pain and have marginalized different people groups. And we're still going to continue to focus on that. Again, Saturn leaving Aquarius doesn't mean like, okay, we're done. We're not going to do anything else about it. What it actually means is that we have 30 years to work on everything we just learned and to implement everything we just learned and to change and shift things. But now Saturn is saying, okay, great. Continue to do that. Continue to focus on structures and changing that and looking at how Different systems are marginalizing different groups of people. Continue to look at technology and AI. And we're going to get to that because Pluto is also about to go into Aquarius. So we are shifting focus somewhat, but in other ways, we're not shifting focus off of those things. In other ways, it's actually going to get more focused on those things, but it's going to be a different energy of it. Um, And we'll talk about that later in the episode when we get to Pluto going into Aquarius. Um, But what Saturn moving into Pisces is going to be is about focus in healing and what we actually need to heal as a result of all those things we just saw. All the places where we saw that, you know, different systems in society have marginalized different people. Now we need to heal those places. And I don't just mean like healing them internally, healing them, how that's affected you, how that's affected and and really anything that has been brought up over the last three years, I'm just bringing up those subjects, but it may not be necessarily those subjects. It could be you realizing different belief systems that you have around money, different belief systems you have about relationships. Um, also, Saturn and Aquarius, our mental and nervous system has been just fucked. So it may mean that Saturn moves into Pisces. There's a lot more focus on healing that, not just mentally and talking about it, but the actual process of doing the healing and what I'm really hoping for and pulling for is that Saturn, because it is government and structures that there's going to be a lot more things put in place to make different healing modalities accessible um, for different people. And even legalize legal, legalize, <laughs> legalizing. Woo, that was a tough word. Um, various different healing modalities that are currently not legal, such as plant medicine, um, or different things like that and making healing. And I'm really, what I'm hoping to see is that the idea of healing trauma therapy, whatever, you know, mode of healing you're going down, that the government is going to start recognizing and seeing that, no, that's like an actual part of healthcare. That's not something with, Oh, that's if you're rich, maybe you should be able to get mental health help. But no, everybody deserves and need access to that because guess what? It doesn't matter what your economic state is. We all have a subconscious. We all have emotions. We all have trauma. We all have pain. And 
to recognize that, that healing isn't just something reserved for some people at some times. It's actually a human right. And I think that's a lot of the subjects that are going to be coming up over the next three years. Okay, I'm going to stop because again, I'm going to do a whole episode on this. Let's move on to, so I'm going to skip now to March 16th because again, I'm not going through every single transit this month. If you want that, sign up for Patreon. You can already have it uploaded. It is there for you and you can get an over an hour of me going through every single transit that's going on this month. And I do hit on some of the ones that I'm talking about right now, um, but then I also hit on about, I don't know, 20 more. (laughs) So much more of an in-depth breakdown. So on March 16th, we have Venus moving into Taurus. So Venus has been up until this point, Venus actually, when I'm recording this, this is the 20th of February. So Venus has already gone into Aries and will be in Aries when you guys listen to this episode. And Venus and Aries taking action, taking charge, making things happen, um, not really focused on necessarily what's comfortable, what's easy. In fact, it's what's uncomfortable is what's pleasurable getting and it's and I can tell that <laughs> me and my partner both it's very obvious that Venus went into Aries cuz we both have Libra moons so this is an interesting thing that I like to do look at your sun moon and rising figure out the ruler of your sun moon and rising so I'm going to just make one up if you're a Scorpio sun with an Aquarius moon and a Leo rising then you can look at the sun, which rules Leo, and see where it changes, that's going to affect you. You can also look like where Mars is, Scorpio, where it goes to, that's going to really affect you. And then you can also look for your Aquarius moon, where Saturn is, and that's really going to affect you. So if you're, and you can notice like the tone and how that shifts for you. So me and my partner are both Libra moons. And Venus, which rules Libra, has gone into Aries. He has been focused on work, getting stuff worked on with his car all day. I have been very much in go, go, go mode. Um, we aren't quite as Libra-y today. I've noticed we're both a little bit more forceful with each other. We're both a little bit more say it like it is to each other. But you know what? That's needed sometimes. Um, but I've definitely noticed a tone shift And honestly, it's needed. We both are needing to get a little bit of fire lit under our asses. And I think collectively we're needing that as well. Um, But that's the energy of Venus and Aries. But then when Venus goes into Taurus on the 16th, there's this pull back down to our five senses. Venus loves being in Taurus. And honestly, I think we're really going to need that transit because right there in the middle of the month, there's a lot of foggy energy going on. There's a whole lot of Neptune transits that are just making things feel really difficult, confusing. Um, You might be prone to escapism during that time. Again, meditate, channel, get some Reiki, sign up for, I have a really beautiful new offering that I just announced called Sound Alchemy Reiki. And what we do in that is we use the power of sound to help release certain energies through your body. You don't have to be a singer. In fact, I think it, you can be a singer, that doesn't matter. But it, if you're not, and you're like afraid to use your voice, I think this can be even more powerful for you. If like singing or humming or anything like that, you're like, Oh, God, I don't want you to hear that. This is such a powerful practice for you. I find that those are the people that get the most breakthrough or people that are uncomfortable making sounds. Um, And then if we're in person, I'll do, if you're 
Southeast, please. If you're in person, let's come to Brentwood. Let's come check me out at Talks Josh Studios. And I'll do gentle touch. I'll also use sound bowls. But honestly, virtual, I have found to be just as powerful. Maybe, I don't want to say more powerful, but just as powerful. Virtual Reiki sessions, at least I can't speak for everybody's virtual Reiki sessions. But when I do them, they are very, very powerful. And my clients can like feel me in the room. I like project project my energy into the room as if I was there and my guide team is there. It's a really powerful time. So if you're not local to the area, this is still a really powerful practice. And during all this Neptunian energy, and you'll have to go check out my forecast on Patreon if you want the full breakdown um, for what that's going to mean. But there's going to be a lot of delusion, confusion, prone to escapism, doing something like sound alchemy Reiki is really going to help channel that energy down and use this energy in a really powerful, profound way. Because Pisces is healing. Pisces is music. Pisces is Reiki. So it's a really cool practice to have in there. Um, But Aside from that, during that time, I really like that Venus is going to go into Taurus around the 16th because I think it's going to really help us connect us back to our five senses, connect us back to the here and now, connect us back to our bodies. So doing get a massage, eat some chocolate, but also just like smell the roses, literally smell the roses, like focus on what you can taste, what you can touch, what you can smell, what you can hear, what you see. That's a really powerful, even, you know, nervous system self-regulating practice um, that can really help ground you anytime, but especially during tourist season. Also, this is a really great time um, to do any type of gardening, um, getting out with flowers, painting, decorating and but really just connecting to your sense of aesthetics and beautifying your space it's really important during this time to take extra time to indulge in beauty and also create beauty around you so if you're somebody that has a lot of you know or maybe doesn't have a lot of Taurus or Libra energy in their chart um now is a really great time to activate that. And here's why. Here's the tricky, tricky thing. I say all that and you're like, okay, great, whatever. What is that really going to do? Make me a little calmer. I mean, great. I guess that would be helpful. But here's what else it's going to do. Taurus rules money. Getting into that vibration, especially after all of this, especially after you've, you know, if you're taking practical action, if you're channeling down the steps that you need to take, that. Taurus energy is actually connecting to the five senses, connecting to beauty, connecting to what's pleasurable is actually going to help get you into the vibrational frequency that money is on. And that is really, really important. On the 19th, Mercury leaves Pisces and moves into Aries. So the first two thirds of the month are going to feel really floaty. And then the last third of the month is going to feel a lot more action packed. So just be aware of that. I always like to kind of caution people around this transition though, because it's kind of like being underwater and then all of a sudden getting to land and you just run and run and run and run and run because you're so, you just feel like waterlogged. Um, be careful of that because you're not really going to have, Aries doesn't always have the stamina. It doesn't have the stamina to fulfill. So be aware of how much you're committing to Mar- Mercury and Aries definitely there's a tendency to say things 
that you don't mean or get ahead of yourself or make commitments that you really can't follow through on. So as these planets begin to depart from Pisces, we're really fired up to get moving. Um, we're finally able with this ingress, we're finally able to see what we need to be getting done. Now is the time to take action. So this isn't me saying don't take action. Now is also the time to have some uncomfortable conversations. Now is the time to put yourself out there. Now is the time to, you know, sales, you know, if you're if you're in sales, if you're doing if you run your own business, this third last third of the month, there's actually a lot of great times to promote yourself during the month of March. Um, again, go get on my Patreon so you can learn about those exact days. But just overall energy, there's a lot more energy that's focused in that area um, in the last third of the month. Um, and you just have a lot more balls. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, Aries is the, if there was, okay, what, this is sometimes I do this. I like think of weird things and I'm like, what Zodiac sign would rule balls? It's Aries. <laughs> Aries definitely rules balls. Um, so yeah, you're going to have some cojones on you right now. Um, and then on the 20th, the sun goes into Aries. So this marks an astrological new year. Every time the sun moves to Aries, it's like this kind of reset, restart, we're going to be focusing a lot during Aries season. The first little bit, Mars is still in Gemini. So you might be taking kind of scattered action. You might feel a little frantic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie for maybe the first five days of Aries season of like, okay, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. I've got to get. And it may not be the most focused action you've ever taken. So just kind of be aware of that. Um but then Mars is going to go into Cancer. So then you might be a little bit more hesitant to take action or be taking indirect action. So we're going to have a kind of a different Aries season this year. It's not going to be as go, 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 go as we're used to. We're definitely going to have to look at some different aspects of ourselves, our emotions, our intuition, how we feel about things. Um, also, self-care is going to be really important during Aries season this year food. These aren't really things we normally worry too much about in Aries season. Normally Aries, we're like, we're the warrior. We're out to battle. We're going to get shit done. Who cares? Um, that's not the case this year. Integrated year as far as integrating our emotions and our actions. Um, and just like in Pisces season, you know, it's not all about floating off into outer space. We actually need to be taking some action to get things done. And there's some energy to support that. Aries season isn't all about getting shit done. It's also a lot of energy towards your inner self, your inner psyche, nurturing yourself. So we're really coming to a much more integrated point societally between the masculine and feminine. And there's been a lot of push pull. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, stray away from the masculine and all the into this, just get into the vortex and be and things will come to you. And, and yeah, sure. But you also have to take some aligned action. And if you're just taking aligned action and you're not connecting to your intuition, you're not connecting to your higher self, you end up wasting a lot of energy. And 2023, I see as really being a year about learning to balance both of those, right? And then right after the sun moves into Aries, we have a new moon in Aries. And this is fun, guys, because we actually get two new moons in Aries. We get another one in April. So I'll talk more about that next month. But what that says to me is that there is a lot. We're really highlighting this idea of needing to take aligned action. 
needing to take bold, decisive aligned action because Aries isn't taking action that somebody told it to take. Aries isn't taking action that, you know, is going to necessarily make everyone Aries isn't going around surveying being like, is that okay if I do this? What do you think about this? What that's very Libra. No, Aries is like, this is what I'm doing. We're going here. It may not work out perfectly, whatever. We'll fix it as we go. And it's just going for it. And in some ways, we're really needing that right now, right? Jupiter is in Aries talking to us about how our belief systems how our actions are affected by our beliefs, our beliefs are affected by our actions. We're really exploring that all of 2023. And as this new moon happens in Aries, you know, what aligned action do you need to be taking? And also, where are you taking action that is a huge waste of energy? Where are you taking scattered action? Um, This is the time, though. Start the businesses. Realize the goals. Chase your dreams. Set intentions around the 21st of what you want your life to look like and what you're willing to do to get it. And guess what you might be needing to do? Get uncomfortable. Because, I, I mean, I love being comfortable. I'm an earth sign. Let's be real. But in order to get where we want to get, we have to be uncomfortable. And in fact, sometimes the discomfort is a sign that we're on the right path. It also can be a sign that we're pushing against our design, that we're, you know, pushing against what, you know, we're going along with the crowd rather than taking actually what's aligned for our souls. But in a lot of cases, being uncomfortable is a part of change. Being uncomfortable is a part of getting to where you want to get. On the 23rd, Pluto enters Aquarius. Okay, this is huge, guys, because Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. And Pluto entering into Aquarius marks a 20-year cycle. Now, it's going to exit Aquarius. It's going to retrograde back into Capricorn later this year. But this is definitely marking a new cycle. Pluto is about transformation, and the process can often be painful. Like I said, Pluto has been going through Capricorn, challenging and transforming topics around government, capitalism, patriarchy, organized religion, and big banking. We've seen the fault lines growing and crumbling in these areas over the last 15 years, and this marks a new cycle. With Pluto and Aquarius, we will see a massive shift and change in social media, the internet, humanitarianism, technology, equality, civil rights, socialism, space travel and exploration, and even astrology. I'm also going to throw AI in there. AI will definitely be a hot topic. We can expect to see a lot of new information out there about the potential downfall of these areas, especially AI, want to bring that up again, and how they may be causing us harm. Fear around an AI takeover will be strong, and there's going to be a whole new genre of film and television and literature already like dedicated to that. Now, I know it already exists, but it's a little fringe right now. It's getting more like, if you guys have seen Lawnmower Man, it's a old movie from like the 80s with Pierce Brosnan at just absolutely his peak before I even I don't know if it's his peak it is a peak (laughs) he had many peaks in his life um he still is alive by the way uh that's 007 by the way if you want to know James Bond uh the dark British haired guy you probably now know I'm talking about I'm just continuing to talk about this person but he's in a film called Lawnmower Man which is (laughs) like it, it's not really a, so much about AI takeover, but it's it's definitely got that, 
yeah, it kind of is. It's it's about what happens when you like push your brain to too much of a limit and like expand it too fast. Um, and honestly, it kind of echoes a little bit to the concept of Neuralink and what Elon Musk is wanting to do with that. So, yeah. I'm seeing there's going to be a lot of conversations around also putting AI in our bodies. And I mean, we're already like forming with AI now. I mean, our phones are that and the Apple Watch is that and different things like that. They're, it's being integrated into our lives. Um, but yeah, we're going to see a lot more. And it's going to be because right now a lot of the fear around it is a little bit like... Yeah, it's fringe. It's a little bit more conspiracy theory-ish. You know, it's not mainstream. It's about to be mainstream. It's going to be very normal to talk about and be aware of. And there's going to be a lot of fear around it. And some of the fear is going to be, you know, unfounded and it's going to be unnecessary fear. But some of it's going to be, you know, real. Um, But there's also going to be a lot of transformation in these areas. And like I talked about earlier, Saturn going through Aquarius made us really aware of a lot of these places. And again, it's not like we weren't aware of marginalization. It's not that we weren't aware of um, different social structures that are limiting to certain people. Some people weren't aware of it, let's be real. But it's not that we weren't aware of it. It's just that we weren't talking about it mainstream as a society. And we've been talking about it mainstream as a society for three years. And we've, you know, maybe talked about some things that needed to change, talked about even with healthcare and socialism and things like that. And, but has things, have things really changed? Like, I don't think so. I mean, I, I just think that we're more outraged by it. I think we're just talking about it more, which I'm not saying isn't important. It is important. We do need to do this. We need the activism. We need social awareness. We need social justice. But the change is going to happen in the next 20 years. And it's going to be painful. It's not going to feel fun. And there's going to be a lot of things that are going to crumble. And a lot of different places where we're going to see you know, maybe we weren't even aware of were that limiting. We weren't even aware of how that was affecting different members of society. And we're going to start seeing those crumble just how we saw over since 2008, all this corruption coming out around, you know, big banks, all this corruption coming around capitalism, government, big religious institutions. We're going to see that with technology. We're going to see that with the internet. We're going to see a lot of corruption coming out. I mean, y'all, we're about to find out what all of our information getting stored actually means. I'm, I mean, and I, I don't even know. None of us really know what that all means. But we're about to find out that this beast that we have been feeling feeding called the internet, called the information age, called all these different things, we're about to find out what that potentially could mean negatively. But this is also giving us an a opportunity to transform that and bring some of this things that have been hidden um, and I don't know, for some reason right now when I'm talking about this, I'm thinking of all those like, you know, those freaking like 20 page long contracts that you just, we blindly agree to when we're playing a video game or when we're downloading an app or when we're whatever. And we're probably like signing our lives away or something or like, yeah, you can have that kidney. All of, I think that those are going to be a lot less, I think those are going to get brought up for debate. And I think that probably something's going to happen where like a massive group of people are affected by all those things that we've been clicking and signing. And we're because there's a reason why all that's in there. And there's a lot of information that we're like, ah, whatever, what are they going to do? 
and the thing is, we don't know, but I think we're about to find out. And that's not to scare anybody, but it is just to make you aware that these topics are going to be, we're, we're going to be in the process of transforming them as a society. Probably going to just go ahead and do a whole episode about Pluto in Aquarius and what that looks like. I don't know exactly when I don't have that plan to do right now. Um, but again, this is a transit that's going to be happening for the next 20 years. So it's definitely one worth um, looking at what that means. Um, I may have a guest on to do that with me and see what their thoughts are. I don't have anybody selected right now, but if you are an astrologer and you'd like to be a guest on my podcast and discuss this, please, by all means, reach out. But I also have some people in mind that I might chat with and see if they would like to come on or do this episode. Um, okay, moving on to the last ingress that we're going to talk about in the month, and that is on March 25th, Mars enters Cancer. Mars is going to be in Cancer until May 20th. When Mars is in Cancer, we tend to take indirect action. <laughs> so Mars doesn't love being in Cancer. It feels a little uncomfortable there. Um Mars's preferred approach to everything is directness. Go straight for it. Straight ahead. Make it happen. Not let's check with everybody and see how they feel. Not I don't want anybody to know I'm taking the action. It's like, no, I want you to know here I am. I'm bold. I'm out there. And yeah, this can be uncomfortable. Um, We may find ourselves only able to take action if we feel emotionally balanced or that we take action when we're emotionally charged up or at the end of the rope. So what we need to keep in mind for the next two months is to not let things build up with us in regards to our relationships and really any area because we can kind of victimize ourselves when Mars is in Cancer and rather than standing up for ourselves, we feel like a victim. We tell ourselves these stories. I mean, this is also, I'm not speaking to people that are actually being victimized and are actually in situation like oppressive situations, not speaking to that at all. And I really want to make that clear. What I'm speaking to is if you're having a conversation with a friend and they said something that you didn't like, rather than saying, hey, that hurt my feelings, or I didn't like that, or actually, you know, what use, insert your confrontational words here, rather than doing that, sitting on it, dwelling on it, making a story out of it, waiting, 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 and then blowing up at them. Um, or blowing up at somebody else, because <laughs> that can happen too with Mars and Cancer. It's like, we've been taking shit from, you know, our coworker or whatever. And then all of a sudden we let it out on our partner. Um, or, you know, and it can and also Mars and cancer. It can even be stuff from like a while ago. It may not even be anything that like has happened recently. It could be that all of a sudden you're like dwelling on something that happened a year ago and you're just dwelling and dwelling and dwelling and dwelling. And then all of a sudden having some big emotional outburst. So be aware of your emotions, feel them, process them, let them out, but just know that we have a tendency to take things personally right now. Um, but this is a really powerful time to connect with your intuition and focus on finding inner peace rather than outward success. Now, that might feel a little counterintuitive because the sun's in Aries right now and it's all about <laughs> external success. It's all about making shit happen. That's fine. Do both. Like that's, that's the, that's the theme of this month is like, do both connect to your emotions, connect to your intuition, and then take a line inspired action. And that, and it'll kind of flip inside out. So with Pisces, our sun and Pisces and kind of all this, like, I don't want to say hidden, but like 
the driver of Pisces is an Aries. So it's kind of like you you don't see the motor that's going towards what we want. It looks like we're kind of dreamy. It looks like our focus is kind of all over the place. But actually, there's this kind of like underneath motor of like, no, I'm going after what I want. I'm going after what I want. Um, and then it kind of inverts and flips on itself during Aries season where it looks like we're really going after what we want and we're taking almost like sporadic action that we're not fully thinking through but actually it's being channeled through a really powerful place or maybe it's from connecting to our emotions and processing them out. But it can get messy. It can get really messy learning to play with these two energies. Okay, and now we're going to change pace a little bit. So that's your overview for March. And I also wanted to touch on the fact that March rules, it's ruled by the solar plexus. So March is all about being seen, putting yourself out there, um, being lit up, being energized, being excited. Um, but it also, the same place that rules our ability to be seen also rules anxiety and fear and hiding yourself. So if you struggle with those things, if that's something that, you know, and when I say being seen, like, do you struggle to have your picture taken? Do you struggle if you own your own business? Do you struggle to post videos or photos of yourself? Does that feel weird? Do you struggle with just putting yourself out there in general, um, then you may need your solar plexus healed. And a lot of times when your solar plexus is off, it's likely that your root and your sacral chakra are off balance as well. Those lower three chakras, I really see work together. Um, so the first thing you can do to heal that, there's lots of things you can do. If you're like, yep, my solar plexus is out, work with the color yellow. Color therapy is really, really powerful. And a lot of times if you, if your solar plexus is out of balance or off, you probably don't like the color yellow. So that's okay too. Um, that actually can mean that you need to work with it. If you have an adverse or advert, ad, fuck in me and words today, y'all. Um, if you have an aversion <laughs> to a color, it could mean that you actually need that color. Um, so working with the color yellow, using yellow stones, orange calcite is a really powerful one. I love golden healer. I also really love pyrite. Um, and there are so many others. You can like Google crystals for solar plexus and thousands. Of th but those are the three that I like to work with. Oh, citrine is also a really good one. Um, and so that's the first thing you can do. Um there's so many yogas for solar plexus. You can look that up. You can also go and get the solar plexus meditation on my Patreon um, and download that. That's really going to help. If you become a member, you'll have access to that. Another thing is get some Reiki. Reiki is a really, really beautiful way. And I offer that. I've already talked about that virtually and in person. Um, is a really beautiful way to heal and align your chakras um, and move a lot of energy really, really fast. So just over the month of March, notice that. Ask yourself that. Like, how comfortable am I being seen? Am I hiding? Where am I hiding? How can I be seen more? I don't think it's a coincidence that we slip into airy season on the same month that's ruled by the solar plexus. Um, and then also to go with the numerology. So we know that January was a one month, right? Two is February was a two month about finding balance. And March is a three month. It's about creativity. It's about birth. It's the Empress card in tarot. So it's about bringing together the masculine and the feminine and then birthing something, which is what we've talked about so much in this podcast episode already. So 
beginning to ask yourself that, like, what do I want to create? What do I want to create and birth into this world? What am I here to create and birth? And how can I share that? How can I show that? How can I express that to others? Okay, so that's our overview for the month. That's our astrological overview, some other energetics overviews I like to look at and keep track of. And now we're going to open the Akashic Records. Um, So I'm not prepared for this as far, like I don't have any notes in front of me. I am literally going to close my eyes and do a prayer for the collective and You'll notice my prayers if you hear them. Sometimes they shift. Sometimes they change. I have two prayers I kind of work from. I think I'm actually eventually going to channel my own prayer that I'll use. Um, But for right now, I'm integrating these two different prayers. I go back and forth between just kind of what I'm feeling at the moment. Um, And sometimes I don't put the prayer on the recording, but I feel called to today. So, and we're going to go ahead and do the Akashic Records. If you're driving, if you're listening to this on the go, you should be fine to go ahead and listen along. If you are really energetically sensitive, you might it might be a little tricky for you. So just be aware. If you start listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling floaty. I'm feeling weird. Turn it off. That's fine. Listen to it later when you're not driving or you're not doing something where you need to be, you know, alert. Um, and if you do have the privilege or you can right now, um, maybe sit down, maybe get comfortable, maybe put in, maybe take a pause button on this and go slip into something comfy or just get on your couch and close your eyes, cover your eyes and see if you can go into the records with me. It's a really great way to just strengthen that muscle. And I would love to hear what you all see and, and hear as you go into your records. Okay, here we go. So if you are going to join me in closing your eyes, you can go ahead and close your eyes and take some deep breaths in. And imagine a white light coming in through the top of your head, anchoring you down into the earth, anchoring your feet into the earth, allowing your feet to grow roots into the ground like a tree and then imagining your crown opening up and going all the way into the heavens we gather together in light we gather together in love we gather together in knowing the messages from up above through the akashic records we find our greatness through the akashic records we find what's there this prayer will help deliver us there I wish to know the audience of the I Speak Human podcast through the eyes of the records. Enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the master's loved ones of the I Speak Human podcast have for them. The records are now open. You are coming into a point in society in which you must be connected into all parts of yourself. It is vital, it is vital for each of you to know how to connect with your higher self. It is no longer possible, appropriate, or helpful for you to rely on another source to be able to channel for you, through you. This mark, this transition that is happening over the course of the next month in your skies is a signal to society that it is time for you to get 
reconnected with your own energetic gifts. You are no longer in a place where calling yourself not psychic, not tuned in will work for you. You are psychic, you are empathetic, and different people's gifts are activated at different levels. And we understand and we recognize that and we see that, that these gifts have been developed at different levels. They've been encouraged at different levels. But now is the time for everyone to get online. Because what you must understand is that you're all looking at this through your own lens and through your own perspective. And it's only through the perspective of the collective coming together to share the messages that they get that there will be a universal healing, a universal transformation of consciousness. It is going to take all of the perspectives coming together rather than what you are all doing right now, which is simply arguing about your perspective or the perspective of another that you saw, rather than seeing that your perspective is a divine piece of the cosmic puzzle, of the cosmic map. And we need your piece to come online. We need your perspective to come online now. You've been afraid, some of you, you've been afraid, many of you, you've been afraid to tap into these gifts, to tap into this higher source of consciousness for fear of what you might find? What if you uncover something you don't want to know? It is the ego. It is the ego saying, I am afraid. I'm afraid of what I might find. What if I find that my life as it is now is not in alignment for me? What if it requires me to walk away from things, relationships, partners, careers that are not in alignment for me? What if I am having to walk away from friends, community groups, or even belief systems that are not aligned for me, what will that mean? We ask for you not to dwell too much on that because what you must understand is when you begin to shift, your reality will shift. So some of you are so concerned about these partners that are not fully in alignment with you right now, but as your perspective shifts, theirs will too. Some of them will walk away. Some of you will shift, but many of you will take these people with you and transform along with you and take these different situations around you and they will transform. It's not your job to convince anybody to be any It's not your job to convince anyone to be anywhere. It's not your job to convince anyone to be anywhere. It is your job to get into connection with your higher self and to connect with that higher source, that higher frequency, consciousness, God, whatever you want to call it. The name does not matter to us. The name is in really in all sincerity. The name is non-important. It is a universal force of energy that runs through all of your veins, that runs through the trees and the seas and the animals in the sky. You are a part of a collective consciousness of energy that is connected to a universal, infinite source of wisdom. And yet you sit on your phones looking up information that has been regurgitated by others, many through lenses of fear, through lenses of limitation and scarcity. Yes, you can find those lenses to support your beliefs all around you. You at any time can find on your internet, on your smartphone, smart devices, information that supports your limited beliefs in which you are at right now. And many of you are continuing to attract that information over and over and using it as confirmation to be in the stuck place in which you are at. However, what we would say is to limit the amount of information coming in 
limit the amount of information coming in from external sources and focus on connecting to your own internal system. For many of you, this will mean healing your nervous systems. For many of you, this will mean healing your subconscious and your psyche, your bodies to some extent. Many of you are hooked on substances and different dietary things that are not good for your bodies. We're not trying to suggest that you limit or restrict yourself in food, but it is important for you to notice how these different foods affect you. How are these different foods affecting your nervous system, your body, your clarity? How are these different sources of information coming in affecting that? You are an energetic portal. You are a radio, you are tuning into radio frequencies. You are of that of an antenna. And the clearer your antenna, your body is an antenna, the clearer your antenna is, the more health and alignment you can keep in and the easier it is to be able to tune in to these higher frequencies, to these higher forces. And we will say that it is important also for you to protect your energy, protect your energy, because as many of you wake up, you'll be able to hear more and more and more and more, and it may feel overwhelming to your nervous systems. So put up a barrier of protection. Ask your guides. Many of you have been afraid to talk to your guides because what I can't quite figure out who they are, it doesn't really matter. You will learn in time. Ask for your highest guides to come through. Ask for the highest universal intelligence that's aligned for your highest good to come through. Ask for protection around you. And you can ask your guides questions. You can get to know them better. It is not to say that it's not important to learn their names, your connections with them, and how they are influencing you and their goal for you and their purpose for you and connection with. Because many of you have many karmic connections with your guides that you've guided each other in lifetimes. And there's many of your guides now that you've guided them in other lifetimes. And so we want to say to you now that there's no need to be afraid of these guides, of these connections. They are on your cosmic team. They are for you. Many times they are the voices that you're already hearing in your head that you think are you. We've been trying to communicate sometime through different forms of media with you all. We've been trying to send you different signs and different signals. And now it is time to simply tune in and listen. And you're afraid you're going to get it wrong. But the reality is you're going to get much more of it right. And there is really no wrong or right. It's a matter of what frequency that you're in that you're receiving it. So yes, yeah, some days you'll receive information that's in a lower vibrational frequency than is for your highest good. That is for the highest good of who you are. That is for that is not for the highest good of that. It's a lower vibrational frequency. And we understand the fear of that. We understand the fear of hearing information from a source that is not for your highest good. But we would say simply put up a protection around you. Set an intention. Play frequency music of 528 hertz. This will create a protective bubble around you. Work with selenite. Imagine that energy coming in through your head. And then cut and clear any energy around you that is not serving you. And you can do this simply with your hands as if you were brushing energy off your bodies. You are all so much better at this than you think. You're so much better at this than you think. You're able to tune in in such a way that is a lot stronger than you're giving yourself credit for. So what we would like for you in the month of March to do is to simply ask yourself this question. How can I connect more 
to my higher self? How can I connect more to my guides and my highest timeline? What is the messages that are coming through for me? What am I hearing? And we aren't going to give you many messages outside of that today. We really want to focus on that because even as we are transitioning Victoria from being a channel to being a channel connector, because we are highlighting to her the importance over and over of the people that she works with being able to channel down their own information. And we will have messages for you in the future. We will have messages for you in the future. We will channel through her in different ways as she comes on this podcast and different ways that we'll have her channel. But for today, we want to highlight the importance of you becoming your own channel. You becoming the person that you go to for your own wisdom. Because every psychic that you go to, every person that you go to, they're seeing it through their lens. And some are far more attuned to being able to clear out and seeing a higher perspective. But they are still seeing it through their lens. That is impossible for them not to do. Because their lens is the one that they're filtering everything through. It is impossible for them to not to unless they step out completely and are able to just channel and remove themselves completely, which, yes, there are some channels and mediums and psychics that do this. And we are not to say that it is not beneficial to go to a psychic, that it's not beneficial to go to a medium. We're at, there are absolutely so many benefits to that. And if you feel called to that, please, by all means. But do not become dependent on them as the source of wisdom. This is the thing that we are wanting to highlight to you. Do not become dependent on an external source to bring wisdom to you. This next three-year cycle is about you creating, 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 creating systems that will go into place, that will allow you to channel with great ease. You'll see more and more people teaching people how to connect to this wisdom because we're moving to more psychics, more mediums, more channels that that is the medicine that is needed now. So for this month, we ask that you breathe. We ask that you connect to your higher self and your higher timeline and know that everything you want to know is within you now. I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones of the audience of the I Speak Human podcast for their point of view. I would like to thank them for their wisdom and compassion. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Okay. (laughs) So I think I'm going to go back and listen to that message again. And I'm... So when I channel sometimes, like I am responding to it now because if I think about this tomorrow, I'll probably forget what I channeled at all. Um, but I'm still remembering it now because I'm kind of floating in the energy. Um, so yeah, so connecting to our higher selves, connecting to our channeled channeling abilities. And I do think that there's a lot of fear around that for people. And maybe that's the fear of being wrong. Maybe that's the fear of hearing something scary um, or whatever. Maybe it's just the fear of like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Whatever the fear is, we're going to be moving through that. And it's okay. It's okay to have fear. It's fear is not bad. Fear is just fear. And it's letting you know that there's limitations around something and 
that there's scarcity around something or sometimes it's warning you about something. Fears can be healthy too. So, but I can promise you anytime I've ever connected my clients to their higher selves, to their own ability to channel, I, it's just amazing. I get, I'm getting kind of choked up thinking about it. It's so incredible. It's so incredible to watch and see and to witness. And oftentimes it's people that swore they can't channel and swore they can't connect. And they get these gorgeous messages and detailed messages. Like, I mean, people are getting specific numbers and data from this. And it's it's crazy what you can access. So I'm really encourage you please download if you need help connecting download the akashic records activation get a jump start on that start with that and then i'm here i'm here reiki is really helpful to help you connect with that um obviously doing an akashic records activation with me is very helpful in connecting to that and you can tune into your own energy and i teach you how to do that but i want to offer a free resource because i i you know, I know that's not, that's not available for everybody right now. And I totally get that. So I do want to offer that free resource, especially for the month of Pisces, so that y'all can connect to your Akashic records and are able to open up and download information for yourself. And I'm here to support you and answer any questions along the way. But you are, you're a channel, you're psychic, you're intuitive. All of you, if you're listening to this podcast, I promise you, you are. (laughs) You wouldn't be listening to this. And I mean, and I am a firm believer that everyone is. And I think what we can take away from that message today is that literally everybody on the planet has this capability. But if you're listening to this, I promise you that you're more tuned into that ability than you think you are, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't even be attracted to this information. This would sound like gibberish to you. So if it's making sense and it's aligned, trust yourself. And you know what? You don't even have to download the Akashic Records activation. Just go sit with yourself. Just go tune into your guides. Thank you guys so much for being here. And I really believe that March is about to be a really incredible month for all of us. And oof, I can like feel it. I can feel what's coming. It's it's incredible. What's coming is incredible. It's not all going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of chicken lines we got to cross. There's going to be a lot of bold action we have to take. But we're being supported. We're not out here floating on this planet by ourselves. We're not. I know it feels like that sometimes. I know it feels like, what's the point? Why are we here? Everything's just getting worse. But we all came here because we want to get earth back online because we want earth to get back online with this higher source of consciousness. Cause we've been off, we've been offline for a very, very long time. And that's why things have gotten so dark and so dim, but we came back because we want to wake, we want to wake up the planet and we want to reconnect and we're not ready to just toss in the towel and say, let's restart this whole earth thing again. And that's a, that's a whole nother podcast on my theories about earth and this experiment that we're all in. But I really believe that every single one of us, you know, before choosing to come back here this time, we knew what we were coming into and we were excited and we were motivated and we, we were ready. We were ready to go in and transform 
consciousness and yeah. And it's time. It's time to stop ignoring it. It's time to stop ignoring your gifts. It's time to stop thinking that this is, you know, just a fad or a trend that's going to go away. It's not, it's not going anywhere. We're here and we need this connection. And we also need to figure out how to make it practical and we need to figure out how to channel it down. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, I am not woo woo. I don't even like that word. I've kind of stopped using it because it's, it, it's a type of person. I think woo woo kind of goes to like a type of person that is kind of a stereotypical spiritual person. And those people are great. And I have some of those tendencies and I have a lot of friends that are very, and when I say stereotypical spiritual, it's, you know, kind of floating out into, but even my friends that are quote unquote stereotypically spiritual are also very practical and grounded too. So I think sometimes people see that side of them but then I see a very practical down-to-earth like technical side of things so but even if you don't if you're like you know what I am not that person I am not the person that's gonna go out in the field and hug a fucking tree and like drink cacao and I like McDonald's and I like dance clubs and I like twerking and whatever I'm just saying things that's great great do that you're also a spiritual being who's here having a human experience, regardless of your taste in music or how you dress or how you like to spend your time or the types of people you associate yourself with, you are a spiritual being. And I really am excited about, Ooh, I'm just getting some messages about Saturn and Pisces. I think we're going to redefine what spiritualism looks like and make a lot more room for a lot of people, because guess what? Not everybody wants to burn sage and be a hippie out in the fields. Like that's not everybody's spirituality. You know, I call myself a glam witch. I'm, I can do that. I like kind of being out there in the fields with the sound bowls or whatever and my hippie diffiness. I think that's fun. But I also like wearing four inch heels and making my hair really big and listening to Beyonce and having a dirty gin martini and, you know, doing weird accents, <laughs> being my Leo self, which doesn't quote unquote look spiritual, but it is because it's my experience and yeah and maybe you don't see space for you in this community yet maybe you look at this community and you're like I don't I don't see myself in any of those people fucking be the person be the person that's you know what I'm a badass business bitch and I'm very focused on numbers and data and yes I also connect my higher self maybe you day trade maybe you are a coder. Maybe you do a lot of technical analysis for a living. And also, do you know how much more those gifts would be strengthened if you connected into your higher self? It's not a matter of abandoning that part of yourself. It's a matter of integrating that part of yourself. And also your spirit, let me just say this, spirituality and what you channel is through the lens of who you are. We heard that in the message. So if you're a very technical type A person, you're going to channel messages oftentimes that way. You're going to channel very detailed information about things. I have clients that are very detail oriented and like lots of details and data. And that's how their guides talk to them. And it's really cool to help to watch them integrate and also help them with that process. Because it, it can be a little tricky to figure out like how these things that seem honestly it feels very Virgo and Pisces to me so opposite ends of the spectrum but they really can work together so 
let that be your takeaway from this episode is like you get to be your version of spiritual and it doesn't have to look like anything you've seen before. In fact, it shouldn't. Your version of spirituality should look completely unique to you and have its own flair and flavor just like you do. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it is very helpful for the month of March. I hope you come back and listen to this through the month of March. Remember, I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it again. Join that Patreon. You're going to get so much value out of that. You're going to get the full new moon rituals along with what this full new moon means for the month for you. You're also going to get the PDF download of the forecast in the month ahead along with an audio version, 10% off of all services, and a healing meditation every month that's going to include Reiki infusion that's really going to help that you can keep listening to over and over and over. And you get access to all the ones that are already there. So if you sign up right now, you're going to automatically already get the ones that are already present. And you can also look back at the new moon rituals and the forecast, which I think can be really fun. So even if you're like, okay, great, I don't really care about, you know, last month's forecast. It's actually kind of cool to like download the PDF, especially, or maybe even listen to it. And then like, look back at your journal and look back at your dates and like, see what happened. So even and I so I'm gonna leave all that up. Like I'm not gonna take it down month by month. I'm just gonna leave it up. So I might take it down eventually. Like after like a year, I might take it down or something. But maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but that way that you guys can go back and look and like, cause that's how you get good at navigating these transits and knowing what they mean for you is by keeping journals and tracking what's energetically happening in the sky. And then also, um, I have my sound alchemy Reiki sessions available. These are fantastic to help move lots and lots of energy. You can do these virtually. You can do these in person. This combines the the practice of Reiki along with sound. So that is connecting you to the primal sounds in your body. So what this looks like is finding different parts of your body. So I'll like do Reiki on you. We go through, we feel that out. And, and Reiki, what that is, is it's either gentle touch if we're in person or virtually I'm literally projecting my energy and it's crazy. Like my clients will say they can like feel their hands on, feel my hands on their head or feel my hands on their body. Like that's so weird. And I can feel their body through my hands because we're, this is all energy. So honestly, yeah, it's really cool to do it virtually, I think, um, and so like, we'll find these different places in your body, like, okay, so you're feeling energy in your body in your hip. Okay. What color is that energy? Okay. If that energy was made out of solid liquid gas or light, what is it made out of? Okay. What emotion is connected to that? Okay. What sound is connected? And I walk you through that to get to the point of what sound is connected to that energy. And then we make that sound (laughs) and the sounds are not always beautiful. In fact, a lot of times they're really like I had one the other day and it was like, like it was (laughs) And my, and I, and it's really interesting because I hear it like, but I ask, I'm asking my clients and guiding them through what they're hearing and feeling. Um, so I'm not, so I'm not telling you by the way, oh, this is red. Oh, this is solid. Oh, this makes a sound like, Ooh, like I don't do that. I'm guiding the client through to figure that out for themselves, but it is cool because I can hear and sense what they're getting. So I heard the sound before they did the like, and 
So when they said it, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Let's let's do it together. And I'll do it with you because I know it can feel weird <laughs> to like do that on your own. Um, and then we make the sound. And y'all, the and I know this sounds kind of silly. The results are remarkable. There is so, like fizz. And I'm not just talking like energetic results like, oh, I just felt so much more connected, even though that's true. I mean, I have clients that will come in, they'll be stressed, they'll be anxious, they'll be like freaking out about something. And then by the time they leave, they're totally at peace. They have answers, clarity. But I'm also talking like physical pain in your body. This helps move it. Because physical pain in your body is emotions stored and trapped in your body. And yes, it can actually turn into disease and like physical issues that may need to be like addressed by external means. But... A lot of times, like that chronic pain that you have in your body, even physical like ailments, Reiki can really, really, really help with. And they've proven that and shown that, that it can heal. I'm not saying that that's, I, I don't want to say that in what I'm doing because I don't want to ever set that expectation. It can. Um, however, that's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to set that expectation that like I can heal a disease from Reiki. It can happen. And by the way, I am not healing. You're healing yourself. So yes, the Reiki energy can help activate and help you heal your body. It's definitely supportive for healing. Um, and there's plenty of studies that have shown people have healed diseases through Reiki. Um, but yes, so that chronic pain or anything that's like going on in your body, Reiki really, really helps with that. Or if you have a lot of emotions that you're processing, it's amazing. And the sound, it's just because I did Reiki for a long time and then the sound kind of just crept in there just because that's what I was channeling. And boy, does that make a huge difference. And then the other thing I do is I do cord pulling. So I don't do cord cutting and there's a difference. So pulling is I am, and it's not just cords because you have, we have implants like all in our bodies. Oh, I could do a whole episode on this. Probably should. Um, and these implants can be cords. They also are objects. Like I've like pulled metal bowls out of people's bodies like and I like energetic metal bowls out of people's bodies or like bricks or different things like that and my clients like it's crazy like I'll start cranking or turning something because I like intuitively knew know how to move this object and so I'll start like over their body like cranking this energy wheel that I'm like sensing and all of a sudden they're like are you turning something in me like they can feel it and then I will like lift and pull it out and a lot of these plants are like from early childhood. They're also from past lives. They're from other people. Um, and so I don't just pull the cords and pull the implants, but I also pull the base of them out, which is really important, by the way. If you do any type of cord pulling, you got to get the base or kind of the, I don't know how to describe that. It's, it's, it's the connector between, it's kind of like the port of like where an inner, a the cord or the bowl or the whatever implant that kind of plugs into. So think about like your, like your iPhone charger, like the, I call it the butt. I always say like the butt that you put in the wall, but that's not what it is. That little, you know, block thing that you stick in the wall and then you put a cord that connects to the block thing. Well, a lot of times what I've seen is like Reiki healers, either they cut the cord, which makes, that doesn't really seem to do a lot because the cord just grows back. Um, or they pull the cord, but they don't pull the implant out. And then just another cord attaches to it because you still have the like plug in that goes into the wall. So we take that out too. Um, so it's a lot, like it moves a lot of energy. And I know this sounds kind of weird and woo woo it out there. I promise I will walk you through it and it will not be a freaky odd experience. It'll actually feel 
amazing and show you how much in tune you are with your body. Um, and this is all happening like with the client. So this is not something I'm telling a client that they're experiencing. Oh, this is what's happening. I mean, I will sometimes, but it's very much like, is this resonating? We're moving through this energy together. So it's always going to be your comfort level and your guides are going to bring up and we're going to move what you're ready to move to. So, okay. And if you guys want to sign up for that, um, which Pisces season, such a great time. Um, you can use the link in my, in the show notes. Um, also my show notes, if you're on Apple, they like keep cutting them off. So if you're listening to this on Apple podcast and you're like, I see part of the show notes and then all of a sudden it cuts off. I have no idea what's going on with that. I'm trying to remedy that. It's not doing that on Spotify. It's not doing that anywhere else. But for some reason on Apple, my show notes are getting chopped. So if that is happening, just make sure, just head over to my, uh, hopefully it won't happen. I'm going to really work on it this week and see if I can figure that out. Um, So hopefully I can just put a link in show notes and you guys can connect there to do either virtually or in person. Um, But... If for some reason they are cut off, like they have been the last couple weeks, um, you can go to my Instagram at Victoria G. Stevens, go to the link in the bio, book an in-person session. And also if you've been trying to book in-person sessions, what you'll have to do, just the way our system works, you're going to have to click the in-person link and then go find me. So you'll see um, Josh who owns the studio. He'll he'll be at the top. That'll be the first picture you see. And then you'll see several pictures and it's and then scroll down until you see my face and my name and then you'll click my name and then you can go to whatever service that you want to select if you're doing virtual just you can just click the link and select it's a lot easier if you're doing virtual but there's a second step for booking in person yeah thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have a fantastic march bye (laughs) 